Blog Talk Radio. Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comment. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. 
All right, it's Monday night, and it's time to get rowdy again. And, guys, we're down to, uh, it says race day, 12 days. But for us, I think we're down to nine days, and I can't wait. And getting ready. I think it's all- and then, go ahead. What is it uh, there, Jack, man? It's 11 days, Rowdy, 11 days. 11 days, guys. And, hey, helping me bring this in is the Jack Man Jeff Fair, keeping me in line with 11 days and hanging on the background, uh, swinging from the tire rack. I got my side town, Mark. How's it going, Mark? It's going good, Rowdy. It's Monday night. We're here to get Rowdy. I got my coffee. I got my rev up, and uh, let's go racing. Well, hanging on the line, as always, we got Don and, and Todd. Hey, we appreciate them calling in. Faithful. We sure do, Rowdy. It's uh, it's always good to talk with Todd and Don. Uh, we should do the Todd and Don part of the show. Sounds like a plan. I won't give everybody our game plan for tonight. Uh, tonight we got for Marca hey, the 66th season of the Arca Racing Series presented by Bernards. Can you get any older? Hey, that's got some credibility behind it, don't it, guys? It's even older than us, Rowdy. <laughs> that's what I wanted to say, and that's awesome. I, <laughs> 1950, hey, it was born in 1953. Uh, but we got the director and marketing PR guy, Tom Legerman, coming on. And I've known Tom for several years and was really, really thrilled when I heard he got hired in that position. And, guys, back, I think this is Natalie's fourth time on the Rowdy Maglite show. We got... Natalie Decker and that Venturini Motorsports going to be down making history with Leilana Mutter in that number 20 Toyota. Two gals, same team. Uh, wow, doesn't get much better than that, Rowdy. I have, uh, I think uh, Natalie's going to have some interesting uh, perspective to give us this evening. Well, if I'm not mistaken, Natalie's 20 years old, and if I could imagine at 20 years old fixing to go drive in the Daytona with all the other uh, the field of, of people that she's going to have to race in on that track is just going to be uh, would be an awesome feeling. Oh, out of your out of this world feeling, Rowdy. Uh, she tested very well down at Daytona. She's got some great teammates to to help uh, get her adjusted to the to the cars, and uh, I, I think maybe having a, a, a one of those teammates being another woman uh, might even help her more. Hey, girl power, guys! I'm go- I, that's going to be awesome. Uh, well, that seems to be our theme so far this year, Rowdy. We've um, Kathy Venturini a couple of weeks ago was absolutely fantastic. Vicky last week, and 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 now uh, the Natalie. Yeah, we we've been hitting with the gals pretty good. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, they're right in the middle of things, uh, guys. You know, as y'all as y'all know, when we did the Big Brothers Big Sisters deal. They was more ladies and girls than they was men and guys, uh, boys. Both yeah, that men. was kind of a surprise for us, Rowdy. Hey, and they loved it to see the expressions on their face and, and after the race. 
they they were more inquisitive of what was going on than the than the guys were also. Uh, they were much more, I think, put into it than that. That that the whole group was into it, but some the gals just seemed a little bit more interested. Well, they play a big part in in uh, they play a big part in ARCA and in racing period. So I'm, I'm looking forward for Natalie coming on. But, guys, man, I'm telling you, uh, there's a whole lot going on, is there not? Wow. Uh, we we've, uh, we had some great racing this past weekend. We have uh, some more racing coming up this weekend, starting up. And then the following weekend, Speed Week starts up at Daytona with uh, that ARCA 200. So, uh uh, we're we're rolling right along here, aren't we? You know, no, they call it off season. Nobody really had an off season. Everyone was preparing their, for the new uh, composite body, which is going to make the starting grid look so awesome when the camera goes scanning down through pit row. I don't want to take anything away from the steel-bodied cars, Rowdy, because uh, if it wasn't for those steel-bodied cars, ARCA wouldn't be where it's at right now. But they took a a, a risk in, in changing to this composite body style, and uh, uh, it's worked out well for them. And I think uh, competition-wise, it uh, it equalizes everybody a little bit with the engine program. So, bottom line. That gives you some really, really good racing. Well, Mark, we got our first guest coming on, and uh, I'm going to bring him in there, fellas. All right, everybody, like to welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Tom Legerman. He, Tom is the director of marketing and public relations guy for ARCA. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Tom. Rowdy, Mark, Jeffrey, thank you for having me on tonight. I tell you, uh, I guess for you, actually, what you're getting down to, you seven, eight days before you leave for Daytona. The clock is ticking. Yeah, the pressure's mounting, but we'll be okay. This year, the race is a week earlier than it has been the last couple of years, so we're getting everything wrapped up, but I think everybody's going to be out of the office here by uh, a week from today, and uh, we'll be down in sunny Daytona in no time. Well, we we were talking about it. That's... uh, when they pan down through the uh, pit row and the, and the new grills and the new composite body, it's putting a, a new look on ARCA, isn't it, Tom? It really is. Uh, probably between the ARCA Ilmore 396 engine and the five-star composite bodies, it's really given our whole series not only a new look, but also refreshing the competition in the series. And really, it's anybody that puts a race car together puts a good crew together, buys into the engine program, you can come out and win a race. And it's really, really helped our series overall, for sure. Well, we've seen that over and over. i tell you, the big news, I think, coming out of ARCA this week was 19 of the races are going to be televised. All 20 are going to be televised. 19 are going to be live, Rowdy, between uh, – FS1, Fox Sports 1, and FS2, and MAV TV. So 19 out of the 20 races will be televised live. The only tape race that we're going to have is at Iowa Speedway. 
but all 20 races are live. And for a series that's our size, uh, developing drivers, trying to give them their names to move up uh, into the upper ranks of stock car racing, uh, that's very helpful. Helpful to the sponsors, helpful to the drivers, and helpful for us to get our series out there. Well, Tom, it was good to see you at the banquet. I tell you, what I come away from there was was the first time I seen everyone without a hat on. (laughs) That's for sure. Uh, You you actually learn their real names instead of their nicknames, too, when uh, (laughs) when you go to the banquet. Uh, For for so many times, you only know somebody by their nickname, and then finally you, you find out they have a wife, kids, and they actually have a real name. So uh, that's part of the fun of the, the banquet and uh, the off season of getting together with everybody and learning more about everyone that participates in this sport. We're just a big family in a lot of ways. and uh, it, It's just nice to be able to touch bases with them and talk for sure. Well, this is actually my going into, I think my seventh year season kind of hanging around there and, and time I'm in love with it. it. It's what I used to watch. 30 years ago in Cup, and it's in ARCA now. Well, we appreciate that, Rowdy, for sure, and and we really work hard. Everybody here works hard. Ron Drager, the president of the series, uh, Grayling Call, director of competition, you know, Mark Gundrum, he does all the new business development uh, and works on all the series sponsorships, and Joe Wells. I mean, we've got a very experienced crew here. They work, they take it seriously. They work very hard to make sure the competition is tight and true. And uh, we've had, boy, this past year, we had some fantastic racing, uh, especially on the short tracks. Uh, that finish at Elko is, is one for the ages, but we've had others. And I think with the composite body making its debut on the super speedways, uh, being Daytona, with Daytona and Talladega, that we're in for a real humdinger of a race. Uh, I tell you, uh, when we go to the track and, and people outside the the track will ask us, well, who do you think's got a chance? And we just look at it, look at them, and go, hey, at that point, 15, 15 cars out of the field could or seventeen could win. Anybody was capable of winning. I think going to Daytona, you could make a case for looking at the probable entries and who tested. You could make a a case for 20 to 22 different cars, depending on, and driver combinations, depending on how it shakes out. You know, I mean, you've got young guns, you've got Gustine who won at Talladega back in 2016. He runs well there. Uh, You've got Riley Herbst with Joe Gibbs racing. And I don't think they showed all their cards in the test. I think they came down on a mission to, to do what they needed to do for testing and left. And they were pretty happy. Uh, You've got, you know, guys like, Tom Hessert, I think he's got one of the best cars out there, and he knows how to win on a super speedway and run well for Venturini Motorsports. Um, you've got, uh, oh gosh, Andrew Belmont, second second generation driver, is going to be coming on board. Andy Belmont's son um, in the Mod Space Ford, they'll be running well. Um, you've got Brett Holmes, he always runs well on the super speedways. I think. Uh, Grant Quinlan, who is taken over uh, in the number 30 car for Brett Jones Motorsports for Terry Jones. Terry stepped aside this year and put Grant in, and that car dang near won last year, uh, the race at Daytona. And it looked pretty good. 
uh, in testing. So I think you've got a lot of different combinations that could do things. And then uh, if you like the old guys, you've got Mark Thompson, who turned 66. He'll be driving the 66 car in the 66th year of ARCA. So, you know, all those numbers line up for him. You've got Dave Mater, who uh, ran back in the Cup Series back in the late 80s and 90s, uh, ran in the Xfinity Series, um, actually had a pole position at Rockingham back then, won one of the ARCA races in 91 at Michigan. And um, he's teamed up with Jeff Spraker, and I think their combined ages there for racing experience is close to 275 years, maybe 300 years of racing experience. So the old age and treachery, you've got that working for them when they come. So it's, it, and you can go on and on and on. I mean, there's some just great uh, driver team co- combinations that I think are going to be pretty interesting. And you can make a case, I'm telling you, for 2022, 2022 drivers there easily. I, and who knows, yeah. you know, who knows? Well, I told Mark, I said, Mark, with this uh, new composite body at the Speedway, that's going to surpass seven over 17. And uh, I, I knew the numbers had to go up because it, it, the motor and, and the car and the tires, the general, I think it's three three pieces, the composite body, the Elmore, and the general tire, with general tire coming in and, and putting money out on, on the fans and, and what they're doing for the sport. They're, the addition of General Tire, when they came in and decided to be the official tire of their ARCA racing series presented by Menards, it was a step up. They, they've gone ahead and committed to races, both in associate sponsorship and primary sponsorship of events, uh, and that helps the competitors. You know, that's more money back into their pockets eventually. They've taken over the Super Speedway Challenge Award. Uh, they've just done tremendous things. But the big, the big thing is the tire that they build is a very consistent tire. We have not had any tire issues uh, in the two years that they've been in the sport, and they've just done a great job. That's, that tire they build for the super speedways is consistent. I think it gets faster as it gets a little more heat in it and a few more uh, laps in it. And, um, you know, a lot of guys may try to go on one set of tires and just do fuel only for pit stops depending on how uh, – whether it's a green flag pit stop or, or um, a yellow caution flag pit stop. So their tires, because of their consistency, will play into the strategy of this race, guaranteed. Yep. Uh, Tom, I'm going to throw you over to, to Mark. Mark, you're live with Tom Legman. Hi, Tom. Welcome. Glad you're here on the show tonight. We've been looking forward to this. My pleasure. My pleasure, Mark. Is I guess if I could, you know, think of one word for ARCA with the, the new, with the tire package and uh, the engine package and the body package, and uh, there seems to be an energy. The ARCA seems to be energized. Would you agree with that? We are. Uh, if we've, you know, everything's new again. It's freshened up. But the big thing is, is that everything's competitive. And, and this is a combination. It's just not the the body and the engine package and the tire package, but I think you have to go back and look at some of the things that Ron Drager and the crew here did even before I got here. Uh, they put together uh, a package with the CRA series to make it the ARCA CRA series. So now you've got a great development series that helps feed the uh, ARCA racing series presented by Menards. They, they went and did a, uh, package and joined up with the uh, Midwest Tour, so it's the ARCA Midwest Tour, 
uh, again, you look at some of the drivers that have come through there that are, that are running in our series now. Ty Majeski came through that program. Uh, he's since moved on uh, through Ford. He actually ran this past weekend in the Continental Challenge, and they got a podium finish uh, at Daytona during um, the Daytona weeks for uh, leading up to the 24 hours of Daytona. Travis. Wow, Bowen. I didn't realize that. So that's some nice news to hear. Uh, yeah, yeah. We yeah, had a well, Travis Braden's another uh, – he was a two-time ARCA CRA Super Series champion, and he's moving on up to a full-time ride with ARCA this year. Correct. He's driving for uh, Don Fike in the uh, in the Ford there, the 27, 27 Ford. Um, and um, Danny Gloss is going to be crew chiefing it. And uh, they – their first time out last year was at Winchester. They finished fourth. Uh, they seem to hit it off, you know, driver crew chief combination with good equipment that seem to gel right off the bat. And, and uh, I, I see some good things coming from them this year for sure. You know, and then, uh, you know, when we go to Daytona, you, you can't leave out Bobby Gerhardt. I mean, eight time winner. Uh, <laughs> this, these cars are a little different, you know, uh, with the uh, composite bodies, but you got to remember, Bobby's run in the Xfinity Series with the with the COT bodies, and he's run the Truck Series, so he's got some experience on how these style cars draft. And for what we saw in testing, saw a lot of similarities between how these cars draft and what you see at Daytona with the the trucks, with the Xfinity cars, and a little bit with the Cup cars. We've got more spoiler, so we're a little bit more stable, which is good when you have young drivers. But um, I think you're going to see two and three wide racing and two and three lane racing uh, as long as they can. No, I'm 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 extremely excited to to see what the the new program is going to bring this season. And uh, Daytona is a special place, and uh, yeah, it won't be long. We'll all be down there, and we're going to track you down and get some more information out of you, Tom. Oh heck yeah, I'm I'm available. I'll be there. I'll be there. Well, we're looking forward to it. And uh, I, I just, you know, I just can't see how you can, you know, make, you know, a better season than last year. And, and all, you know, by all it looks like you know, on paper, it's going to be a better season. I think the competition is tougher this year than it was last year. And last year was pretty tough. And to see what Austin Terrio did, uh, last year to go and win the championship in the type of year that it was where you literally had, you know, 15 cars, anywhere between 10 and 15 cars a race that could win uh, was a was a true accomplishment. I think this year, whoever wins the championship is going to go against the same type of odds, and they're going to have to be smart in how they handle their run for the championship, and uh, they're going to need a little bit of luck as well. And uh, it'll, it's it'll be it, it's interesting to predict now who will be the 2018 ARCA Racing Series champion. Uh, I think it's wide open, and uh, you know I think at the start of last year, I don't think anybody externally would have thought Austin Terrio would have won the championship. I think once he got a couple races in, uh, people saw how good he was and how he and Donnie Richardson really gelled and Ken Schrader, and they became a threat. But, uh, you know, there's other people. Dalton Sargent was hanging in there uh, throughout the year. I think the turning point was 
in a lot of ways road America. You got a driver in Austin who's never run a road course. You got Dalton who was a road course specialist and Dalton ended up uh, on the restart, had a good restart, but he ended up getting shuffled to the back and, and Austin won. And I think that was the turning point for them on the season and the champion in the championship. And I think uh, this year it'll be, I'll be curious to see which race turns out to be the, the turning point for the champion champion uh, to be. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't think even after Daytona, anybody would have really uh, picked Austin to win the championship or, or have the year he had last year. It was really phenomenal. And uh, uh, Shane Lee and, and uh, Gustine, uh, Augustine's, I think, a, a driver we need to watch this year. I agree. Uh, he did a great job last year, finished in the top five in points. He dang near won the the Scott Rookie Challenge and uh, just got edged out in the last race, race by Riley Herbst, uh, who became the Scott uh, Rookie of the Year. But Gus was pretty consistent, especially the second half of the year. You know, he ended up with seven top fives and 14 top tens. And when you're looking at going after a championship, that's the key. you got to get those top fives, but more importantly, you got to get those top tens. And he didn't have very many bad races once you got about a quarter of the way through the season. And that's the key to winning a championship. I mean, you look at Austin last year, he had 19 top tens out of 20. He only had the last race of the year was the only race that he finished out of the top ten. And so consistency is the key when you're looking at a championship. Well, we're looking forward to this season. And uh, uh, I was interested that you brought up the CRA ARCA Super Series and uh, the ARCA Midwest Tour. Uh, Jeff and I get to a lot of their races during the season and get to see uh, the the drivers that come through. Natalie Natalie Decker is one of them that's, you know, come through the, uh, the Midwest Tour. So, Looking forward to seeing more of these drivers come up to the ranks, and uh, I hope the program works to Arca's advantage. And uh, thanks so much for being on, and uh, I'm going to turn you over to Jeff. All right, Mark. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Take her away, Jeff. Uh, Jeff may have been with – he may be changed. He's at work. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Right. There you go. Okay. Hey, go Tom. Hey, hey Jeff, Tom. Thanks doing? for being on the show and taking time out of your busy schedule. We really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to be on. Looking back at last year, last year was such a great season. Um, how are you going to top it this year? Um, you know, we had a lot of good drivers. Now we got a lot of newcomers coming. What's it going to take to top top last year's uh, season this year? I think, you know, in a lot of ways, more of the same with some different faces. Uh, you know, but we're, we are a development series, so we've seen some drivers that have moved on. Uh, Dalton Sargent has moved in. He's, full-time, he's got a full-time ride in the truck series at GMS. Uh, we've seen Shane Lee, who, who came back the second half of the year and had a good finish in the points. He's moved on to the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Um, we're still, I'm still personally hopeful Austin Terrio. I know he's been in the mix on a couple of rides. It just hasn't worked out for him. Uh, I'd love to see him back in our series for one more year, but I'd also love to see him advance because he's such a good driver, such a, such a good talent. And he's a smart driver. 
uh, a really smart driver. And I'd love to see him advance into uh, either trucks, Xfinity, or then eventually Cup. And I think he's got all the talent to get there. He just needs to be in the right place at the right time and and, uh, take advantage of it. But I think uh, with the new crop of drivers that we have coming in, uh, we've, we've got some excitement. Uh, you know, we've got Sheldon Creed coming back. He's going to make a run at the championship here. The, he's the showstopper out of San Diego area, and uh, he was pretty exciting, especially on the dirt. Uh, Zane Smith is, comes out of Huntington Beach, California, and, I mean, he certainly gets up on the wheel, and he did great at Kentucky in the last race of the year. It, it, you know, he had some good runs on the intermediate tracks. Um Obviously, super speedways he did as well. He had a pole at Salem. He did a great job there. Uh, Natalie Decker that Mark had mentioned, I think she did a great job last year in the, in the limited starts that she had in our series. She turned out to become the highest finishing road course uh, female in the history of the series when she finished uh, seventh at uh, uh, Road America. And for never being on a road course, I thought she did a great job there. That was a pretty competitive field. I watched her in the ARCA CRA race here, the Glass City 200 in Toledo at the end of the year, and she did a phenomenal job to stay on the lead lap and just really hustled the car. And and knowing where she started at Toledo with her first ARCA race in, in uh, the Menards 200 back in May to come back in Toledo in the late model, you could see where her time in the car, both between the CRA series and our series, had helped her develop. I mean, I've, you've seen progression, so I'm hopeful for her. I think she's going to be a talent to be reckoned with in years to come and uh i think she'll do a great you know great job for venturini motorsports and they're excited to have her over there and venturini motorsports is a unique story they've got two female drivers at daytona lalani munter and uh natalie decker and then they'll also have michael self who won uh, the final at kansas this year and of course tom hesert who's you gotta consider him he's the wiley veteran now but boy he was pretty fast in testing down there and he had a car that seemed like he could run anywhere. So he'll be dangerous as well. So pretty excited about everything. Uh, talking about Natalie Decker and Leonta Munter, how much of a big story would that be if one of them could pull off a win this year for the first time in ARCA history? Huge. It, it would be huge in so many different ways. Um, but it it would be it would be huge for us, but I think it would, and it would be huge for racing. You've, you've never really had a female driver uh, win in a major stock car series on a, on a, any basis, let alone a consistent basis. And it's, it's not easy to do. Um, I don't know if you, you knew, I mean, I helped Sarah Fisher out years ago. Uh, I helped her get established with, Derek Walker at Walker Racing, and then uh, we were able to put the sponsorship together with Kroger and Procter and Gamble to go out and run her in the IndyCar Series back in 2001. She ran for Derek in 2000 and 2001, and she did a great job. But it's just the one thing I learned out of all of that is that when you have a female driver behind the wheel, you have to have a crew that is 100% committed to her. Uh, to that driver, just like in any other case, you know, I mean, you look at Martin Truex's crew, they were hundred percent dedicated to him. But I think with a, with a female driver, you really need to have one, uh, a crew that you can't have anybody that does the old, well, she's a girl driver. We're not going to win. 
you got to have 100% commitment, believing behind them, uh, to make the program successful. When I helped Sarah at, at Derrick's, we had that. She finished second to Sam Hornish at, at Homestead. Uh, she ran third and fourth at Kentucky, you know, a couple times. I mean, she had great runs, and and it was because you had a, a crew dedicated to her like any driver deserves. And she was dedicated to the crew too, you know. So you have that, that chemistry and you can make it work. But it would be – Natalie, I think, has got the potential. Uh, Lilani, for the races she's running, she's running the super speedway. She doesn't run as many races a year this year. Um, I believe she's – entered for Daytona. She may end up running some more races. I know they've talked about it. I don't know if that's going to happen for sure, but she's had some good runs the past couple of years there. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if they team up and draft together, you know, to run up front. That's for sure. So uh, um, we've got uh, female power in the series and uh, it's, it's, it's working. And we've got uh, two drivers there. One's going to run full time that could really make some things happen. Well, I think them being with Venturini's Motorsports, I think that would be, I think they would have that commitment as a uh, as a group. Do you agree with me? Oh, wholeheartedly. I mean, back in the day, you've got to remember when Bill ran and ran for the championship in his car and uh, won races. Kathy Venturini, his wife, who who is obviously part owner of the team and runs many factions. She went over the wall. I think she was a front tire changer and they had an all female pit crew. So they, they understand the, the commitment to having into, you know, individuals on the team, what it takes all the way around. And all they look for is commitment. They don't care if you're man, woman, whatever, as long as you're committed to go out and race and win, that's what they want behind the wheel. And that's what they expect. So, uh, they're, they're pretty open, uh, They've been through it. They understand what it takes from a team end to make it work, and uh, they'll deliver for sure. I think Natalie and Leone being teammates and, you know, maybe that you – I don't know if you agree with me. Do you think them being teammates and they might push them a little bit harder for each of them, maybe try to get the first win as a female in ARCA? For sure. Uh, I think all teammates drive each other. You know, you have competition against all the other drivers, but if you've ever been with a multi-car team, you know there's competition internally. And I think it will, but they've the key is that they've headed, headed off as teammates very well. They're very supportive of one another, uh, and I think that helps more than anything else. Uh, I think Lilani will be helpful to Natalie to explain to her some of the, some of the things on super speedways in the air, as will Tom Hessert. He will as well, and Michael Self will be helpful as well. They've got a great team there that can help everybody uh, in all areas. And, uh, and, and knowing everybody that's there, they do work very well together amongst the individual teams. I think it's going to help everybody, uh, all four cars for sure. Now, being with the composite body, the Elmore engines and the general tires, it seems like everybody's on an equal basis. you think it's going to come down to uh, more the, for the driver, uh, the driver to go out and get the wins now? Yeah. Look, I think it comes down to uh, crew chief and driver, that chemistry what they're able to do. 
you know, money, obviously sponsorship plays into it. But, I mean, you know, looking at last year, we had some very well-funded teams in the series uh, that ran. And, uh, you know, Joe Gibbs Racing with Riley Herbst, they did a great job. They're very well-funded, and they're a cup team. Uh, you know, they have a lot of access uh, to a lot of technology. But they didn't win the championship. And the group that won the championship worked very hard. They didn't have all the money to go to go out and win the championship, but they sure had heart and desire. And lastly, they had chemistry. I mean, uh, and I'm not saying Joe Gibbs Racing doesn't have chemistry. They do. I, you know, and I think Riley Herbst will be right in the hunt all the way through. I think he needed just a year to gel with his team. I think coming back, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, as they all will, uh, with the whole crew over there. But it, you're going to need chemistry look i was told richard jackson told me years ago with race cars he was a cup car owner for many years he says look tom he said metal's dumb all we do is put together dumb metal but the people behind it and the drivers they have to be smart on how they utilize this dumb metal and i think we're at a series right now where the engine's being equal the body's being equal uh it comes down to the driver and crew and how they gel uh, just like any sports team, you know, to get to the top. And and uh, the ones that gel and, and work hard and burn the midnight oil and do what it takes, they'll be in victory lane, and ultimately one of them will be a champion. Now, last year Austin had a, a heck of a season. He had, uh, I think, seven, eight wins. Um, do you think we're going to see something different this year? We're going to have multiple drivers with uh, – with wins and uh, it's going to be a tighter uh, points points race. I think potentially it can. Uh, you know, Austin. If you go back and look, Austin many times with seven wins. I mean, when you look at it on paper, it looks like the Ken Schrader Racing at Austin, Terrio and Donnie Richardson uh, dominated the season. But the reality is, they weren't. Other than maybe Salem, they didn't have a dominant race car at the racetracks. They had a competitive car, but they didn't have a dominant. And I think the the races where they've really excelled that helped them seal the championship weren't the races you'd expect. I mean, you'd expect a run at Chicago and Pocono and and uh, places like that to be their, you know, the places that seal a championship. I really think the championship this last year went through road America on the road course and went through the tur- the two dirt races. Uh, you got to remember Austin had never run a stock car in the dirt. Uh, he got the pole at Springfield, finished second. And that was a race where I think he could have contended for the win, but he, he drove smart and said, look, I need points today. And then he came back and wanted to coin. Um, he wanted road America and never making a road course start. You know, he was, he wanted obviously he won at uh, Daytona. He was the only driver ever to win uh, all four races at different tracks. He won a super speedway, Daytona. He won a short track, Salem. You know, he won Elko, too. He won on a road course, and he won on the dirt all in the same year. That's never happened in the history of ARCA. So they and they just did what they had to do, and Austin did what he had to do to drive it. And I'm telling you, it's sheer determination. He's incredibly talented, and Donnie's an, Donnie's an incredibly talented crew chief, but um, they they just wanted places where other people 
didn't expect them to do well, and that was what they had to do to win the championship. All right, we're about 11 days away from Daytona. Can you kind of give us a rundown of what's going to the schedule at Daytona? Uh, yep, everybody pulls in. on. We have Wednesday's going to be tech all day. So, uh, and there's, you know, when you have, we're probably going to have anywhere between 42 and 45 cars. So when you have that many, uh, there's a lot of technical inspection that happens. Uh, uh, Bobby Thompson and his crew uh, will be all over it. I mean, you've got to send the cars through, obviously, through the templates, through weight. Uh, the other thing they do is they jack the cars up and check the underneath. They check the spring pockets to make sure they're at a 90-degree angle with the rear trailing arms. Um, they're checked to make sure they don't have any extra devices, diffusers, things like that to help remove air out of the car uh, that aren't legal. So, you know, there's tech inspection is a full day process. And look, you're working with some of the best crew chiefs in the world. They're going to push the envelope, you know, so it'll be interesting to see uh, what some of them come up with. But uh, the nice thing about ARCA is they're fair. They, they keep the rules the same for everybody. And I think the shows you've seen on the, Super Speedways have, have proven that. Thursday, we've got practice from 4 to 6. Uh, Friday, we'll have practice from uh, 9.30 um, to 10.30. And then uh, we'll have qualifying. Everybody goes through tech again one more time, and we've got uh, qualifying uh, at 3.30, and it's group qualifying, and you're, it's a random draw. There will probably be six cars per group. If we have 43 cars, there will be seven seven groups and depending on uh it's four minutes that you get from the time the green flag drops till the time they call qualifying so usually you get two laps in maybe two and a half but you get two time laps in by the time you get up to speed and and that's how the pole position and the starting positions will be uh decided for the first 32 and then the rest will be uh under provisionals now, with the new composite body and the Elmore engines, are you are we seeing more the speeds being up at the super speedways than over the past years of, compared to the steel bodies? We're we're down a couple miles an hour, hour right in there. But here's here's what we've seen so far. And Grayling Cole, if he was here, he could tell you more. He's worked real hard in the off season and worked with Elmore to come up with a plate configuration that slowed the cars down enough when they were on their own, but gave them enough uh, with the composite bodies to be able to draft up and put on a good show. These bodies are boxier than what the Gen 4, the old cars were. So they, they push a lot of air, but at the same time, they, they also make a bigger hole <laughs> with the air that they push through. So when you get drafting, there's more of a hole back there that you can suck up to. So what we saw for speeds, were almost identical to what we saw maybe a mile an hour off total from what we've seen in the past at Daytona. Uh, but I think they're going to be right, right about where they are. The big difference is with the old bodies you used to have to just run the bottom. That was it. You come off the bottom. It was hard unless you had a lot of help to get on the outside and go. I think once things get going, you could see two lines. You might even see three wide racing uh, up towards the front, and the the guys that were practicing a little bit in uh, in the test, drafting low, drafting middle, drafting high, they they said the cars would suck up just about anywhere. So you're going to see guys uh, be able to make runs. 
I, I qualifying is always important at Daytona, but I think you could come from the back to the front with enough time and win this thing. So I think it's going to be a heck of a show if ever, you know, just want everybody to behave and, and race to the end. And I think you could end up with a tremendous finish. All right, Tom, I want to thank uh, for taking time and being on, on the show tonight. Uh, I think we're in for a heck of a season. I think it's going to be uh, – we had a great season last year. Uh, you know, with some of the tracks we were at, Elko, Road America. Um, I think we're going to have a heck of a, a show uh, season this year. And I want to thank you for taking time for being on the show, and uh, we'll see you in Daytona in 11 days. Je- Jeffrey, thank you. I appreciate the time, as always. I look forward to seeing you at the racetrack. Always do with All you, right. Mark, and uh, Rowdy. Always appreciate seeing you guys. And I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy. Okay. <clears throat> Thanks, Jeff. Uh, wow, Tom, what a night, dude. Great job. I appreciate it. I know why Arca hired you. <laughs> they needed a mouthpiece. <laughs> no. Hey, and you, and you didn't stutter, brother. You just kept rolling. <laughs> well, thank you. I try not to. You know, I try not to. But uh, hey, it's when I heard fun. when I heard you was going over there, Tom. Really, I was excited for you, and, and it was good to see. I knew you was going. You was doing the right thing. It, you know, it spent a lot of time over on uh, the competition side between Cup and Xfinity and trucks and everything over there, and even IndyCars over the years. And, and you know what? And I had a great time over there, and and. Um, you know, a lot of great experiences. Uh, got to go to Victory Lane, uh, helping out Kyle Busch at, at uh, Watkins Glen in 2008, which is really cool. Jeff Dickerson had me help him spot a couple of those races and, and had a really a lot of neat things happen over there. Uh, we, uh, When I was working with Jay Robinson, uh, you know, helped put together a truck team in about 37 days. And, uh sat on the front row at Daytona for the truck race a few years back with Travis Quapple, I think 2015. So, you know, had some really neat things happen over the years. And, and uh, this was just the next step. I think my time come and gone over in the big side. And it was time to use my, my experience over here and help out. And the nice thing is ARCA is just such a, it's a great group of people. They love the racing. They, they care about putting on a great, great show and and making it great for the fans and it's a really a, it's a great dollar value to come out to these races big track or short track and i and i'm telling you, you you guys were there some of the short track races we had were some of the best i've seen i took we were out at the SEMA show and i ran into i was just walking around and ran into kyle petty kyle grabbed me and said hey what about that race out at lucas oil wasn't that awesome you know his uh his nephew you know, Thad Moffat was running there, yeah. but he could not stop talking about three-wide racing and how good it was there. And, and uh, boy, I'm telling you, when, you, when you can impress the petties with your racing, things are going okay, you know. But we're still cautiously optimistic. Uh, you know, we, we still want to make sure we've got good cars, the short tracks, putting on a good value for the fans, and everybody works hard. Things have been going great in the right direction, but we can't rest on our laurels. We've just really got to keep working and, and making sure we, we provide the value for our, our TV audiences and our fans at the racetrack, and we're going to keep doing that. And Menards, I mean, great sponsors. Oh, yeah, the best. They are, they are so great to work with. 
And, you know, they, we promote through them and they're kind enough to do it. We sell at many of our events in the Menards areas. You can buy your Menards ticket at a discount price, you know, save big money at Menards where you can save money on your race tickets as well. So when we go to um, Toledo, when we go to Elko, Minnesota, we go to Madison, uh, we go to Indianapolis Raceway Park, as I call it, but Lucas Oil Raceway, uh, you can save big money, you know, at Menards by buying your tickets through them. And it just, it, what a great company uh, to work with. They're just a joy. Uh, and they understand racing, they get it, and but they also understand how to sell what they need to sell. And it's a, it's a wonderful combination between the two. And they support our series like none other between them and General Tire. We're, uh, and, uh, and all our other sponsors, Scott, um, you know, Sioux Chief, uh, we're just very fortunate to have uh, all of them involved and, and support the series like we do, and that supports our drivers, teams, and, and owners. Very fortunate. And, Tom, uh, let's talk a few minutes about the, the racing.com, ARCAracing.com page. Yeah, we've been working real hard on it. Um uh, Don Radabod does all our ratings, you know, all our writing here. Don is like our resident historian. He's like the Donald Davidson of ARCA. Uh, boy, he knows, you know, he's been 20 years going on 21. Hasn't missed a race since he started in 1997. Uh, understands racing. Just a, just a great writer. So um, he keeps everybody up to speed on the news that's happening inside of ARCA and also outside as well. Some of the other, uh, racing series that we have drivers that have moved on. Uh, Zach Rader, uh, who's our uh, videographer, and he manages all our digital services. We made a switch a couple years ago, two years ago, to do a combination of writing and video, and it's worked. Uh, Zach's created some great pieces. Uh, He did a great job this year at our banquet. You saw it. He produced all of that for uh, the run of show, and I thought he just did a fantastic job. We had uh, the representative from Toyota wanted to know what production company we used to produce the uh, ARCA banquet, and we said we did it in-house. And he says, well, how many people did it take? <laughs> Pointed to Zach and said, that guy right there between he and Don, you know, uh, they put it together. And it, it takes a lot of people. There's other people besides that to put it all together. But they they did the video and came up with the ideas and, and – uh, just we're lucky to have caring employees all the way up through. So, and, and they care about the job they do and the product they put out. So that's knock on wood. You know, I've been in with other companies in and out of racing, you know, just companies. You don't always get a group of people that really care about their product and care about what they do. And, and you have that here. And it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. Well, Tom, I'm, uh, we're going to, Anything you want to close out on? Come to an ARCA race. We're, we're Man, here. I'm telling you. Uh, you're going to see some of the best racing uh, you're going you're gonna to see on a short track. Uh, you're going to see some of the best racing you're going to see on a super speedway. Uh, we want you to come out, support us, learn about your new drivers, because the drivers we have in this series, in two, three, four years, they're going to be cup drivers. So come see the stars of the future. Come out to our races. Go to Menards, buy a discounted ticket at most of the locations. And if you can't be at the racetrack, watch us on TV between FS1, FS2, and MAV-TV. We just want you engaged and 
come see some of the best racing, and I, and I don't say it just because I'm working for them. It's some of the best I've seen. Love to have exactly. you out. Exactly right. It's the best. For the bargain, go to Menards. You can actually get in some of the races as cheap as $15 with a Menard discount. Correct. Oh, yeah. You can't beat it. I mean, where can you go for anything that's a sporting entertainment and get in for $15? Very few places. So, you know, go buy your Menards tickets, come see our races, and, hey, look me. I'll be at the racetrack. Feel free to look me up. I'll talk to you. Love racing. Love talking about racing. Love, love meeting new people all the, all the way around the country and at the racetrack. So don't be shy. Come up and introduce yourself to me. Love to meet Thanks. you. Thanks, Tom, man. We appreciate it. See you in Daytona. Rowdy, my pleasure. We'll see you at Daytona. Mark, Jeffrey, thank you all. Uh, we'll look for you in a few days. Safe travels, all right. my friend. Thank you, too. Right, we need some warm weather, Tom. I'm doing what I can. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thank All right, you. Guys. Thanks. Have a good night. Thanks, Tom. My pleasure, Jeffrey. Take care. All right, guys. Man. That was good. T- that was good. I t- Tom does a great job. I, I, he's just part of that puzzle that fits right there with ARCA, guys. That's why we're here. They all do a good job. Even he brought up Don. We had Don on the show. He, Like he said, Don knows it all, and Don does know it all. He does a great job. I'm I'm glad he, that we can pass his information on. Well, Mark, let's talk a little Rowdy. bit about let's talk a little bit about this weekend. There's a big weekend in racing. If people didn't realize it, the the biggest event of the weekend was the 24 Hours of Daytona, the IMSA, the International Motorsports Association's race, where they run. 24 consecutive hours at the Speedway. Uh, it's quite the endurance race, and uh, uh, Cadillac won this year, and uh, that was kind of fun to see. And I think, Rowdy, you and I talked a little bit about it. The amazing thing is is the close finishes after 24 hours of racing. Uh, be it 12, 24, or a 100-lap race, you always see those great finishes, uh, and that was kind of nice to see. You know, Diana kept asking me questions about it, and truthfully, there's a lot I couldn't answer, Mark. I I, I wouldn't say I'm an expert by any means in road racing, but I've watched it enough years now, Rowdy, and and, and I know enough of the drivers and that that, that it was interesting for me, and uh, and I know Jeff was following it too, and. Uh, and as we said, you know, we, we'd all like to go there sometime and get up in the middle of the night, watch racing for an hour or two, and then go back to bed. Oh, I, I watched a lot of it. And she she sat there, but, you know, as we watched it, she would ask me different questions about it. Some of them I could answer, a few I could answer, and a lot I couldn't. Hey, what about our, what, what about our friend Chandler Smith there? Well, that was the next thing, Rowdy. We had a big uh, short track race in uh, Coeur d'Alene, Georgia, about an hour or so south of Atlanta, right off I-75. Beautiful facility, really nice racetrack. A lot of three-wide racing in the turns, going into the turns. Uh, uh, just a real competitive track, and uh, Chandler pulled off a win after 200 laps. 
Uh, he had a little uh, little altercation with 18 laps to go, but was sent to the rear of the field and was able to come back up to the front and win it. Not just a win. That was the biggest win of his career. You're right, Jeff. It, it was. And uh, uh, congratulations to Chandler. And uh, I have a feeling we may have him on the show as a winner this year uh, with his uh, some of his ARCA starts, guys. What do you think? Well, you know, there again, uh, that's news that Venturini Motorsports had released over the file that, or the winter period, that Chandler was going to be in some of the short track races. I'm looking forward to it. Well, with the equipment with Venturini, with the equipment with Venturini, he has a, a very possible chance of winning. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, Venturini is like saying Hendricks or, or, or Joe Gibbs racing in Cup. Venturini uh, is, is the, the team, I think, to beat this year in ARCA. Well, I say, you know, we met him at uh, Nashville two years ago at the All-American 400. Well, he was 14 then. Yeah, he's a budding 16-year-old right now, and he's driving in the ARCA series part-time and super late models part-time. And uh, uh, he's a talent. He really is. He, he he drives well. When you see him race, you don't believe that that's, that's his age, Rowdy. And uh, I think that's one of those amazing things about him. And uh, a few other drivers through the years we've seen come through the ranks. Uh, yeah, I, I think Chandler Smith has a bright future ahead of him. Well, we had him on the Rowdy Maglight show last year. There was another young man who finished ninth, eighth or ninth, uh, who was on the show last year. Uh, our friend Carson Hosevar was down there racing this weekend, Rowdy. How did it turn out for him? Uh, finished on the lead lap, eighth or ninth. I, I, I'd have to get my notes out. Uh, for the top ten to, to clarify that, but he had a good run. He was up in the top. He got caught in the late race incident that that probably made him finish a little worse than he should have. Mark, can you give me that little quick ten top ten rundown you got for me on that? I can, Rowdy. I can. All right. As we know, uh, Chandler Smith was the winner. Uh, Bubba Pollard finished second, so you know he had some competition there for that win. Jeff Kochak, Choquette, was third place. Uh, he was also the third place at the Snowball Derby. Uh, Chase Purdy, uh, another name we're familiar with, finished fourth. Rafael Lassard was fifth. Connor Okrazek. Uh, I'm probably butchering that name like my name gets through. I'm sorry about that, Connor. He finished sixth. Seventh was Stephen Nassi. Eighth was Carson Hosevar. Ninth is Jerry Artuso, uh, one of our Canadian drivers, and a familiar name to ARCA and uh, Xfinity, Brandon Jones, uh, ran this weekend down in Georgia for a little uh, extracurricular activity. He finished 10th. Thanks, Mark. Well, listen, folks, we'll bring on our next guest, driving for Venturini Motorsports at Daytona, coming up in, in uh, 11 days in the number 25 Toyota, Natalie Decker. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglight Show, uh, Natalie. Thank you for having me. 
Natalie's uh, getting down to the wire now. Uh, I did feel it testing. Yeah, it's getting close to Daytona. I'm getting really excited. And the test went really well. Uh, I love my team. Venturini Motorsports is amazing. And my crew chief, Dave Weiner, he's so fun to work with and a great teacher. So I really can't wait to get back to Daytona. Well, I got to see you uh, test at Talladega also this year. Well, actually, it was last year. Uh, for a crew chief, you're doing good with Dave. Dave, you're in good hands, Natalie. Yeah, he's awesome. What about this uh, girl power we got going on for us with you and Leilani? Yeah, it's so cool. You know, to even have two girls racing at Daytona, it's even better. We're teammates. And it's going to be so fun when we were there testing. We had so much fun in the garage and out on the track together. And the race is going to be even better. Well, you know, Natalie, I know Talladega or Daytona is just one race, but uh, this year you've got a full 20 race schedule with Venturini Motorsports. Yeah, I got the full season this year. Last year I only did seven races with them. And I'm so excited and thankful for N29 to be able to let me do the full season and Venturini Motorsports and TRD. It's going to be so fun and a really, really great year. Mark, you got Natalie. Thanks, Friday. Welcome back, Natalie. We really enjoy having you on the show and seems like we've had you on hundreds and hundreds of times. We, we get uh, to know you so well. And uh, yeah. I, I saw on Facebook you were heading down to Sebring, Florida. Are, are you there now, or are you back already? Yeah, I just flew in today. Um, we're at our hotel about to eat dinner. So I got in today. We'll be testing for the next two days um, at Sebring with Tony Avi. We'll be testing his LMP3 prototype car. You'll see a bunch of pictures on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it will be all over. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I was wondering, uh, you get to enjoy some of that warm weather. Is it good to get out of Wisconsin? Yeah, it's still cold here, though. It's cold in Wisconsin, like really cold, but it's still a little chilly here. Well, it's got to be a little better, and uh, especially after your uh, uh, your snowball uh, snowmobile experiences the week before. Yeah, we had we had some snowmobile races going on at my dad's snowmobile track, and that was wonderful. Hanging out with my family and you know doing what we love is racing, snowmobiling, cars, road racing. It's all fun. That's good to hear. Well, what are your plans are with the uh, the late model? You're gonna be we're gonna see you in any Midwest Tour or ARCA CRA races this year. We have not come up with a late model schedule. We're still working on that, but we do plan on running at least five to eight races with the super late model. Well, I'm sure some of those would be uh, possibly the Dixieland and the Slinger races. Would those be uh, on your schedule, I hope? Yeah, I really do want to go to Slinger for sure and the Dixieland, so hopefully we hit one of them. Well, we hope to see you there, too. It's, it's not the same when we don't see you at the short tracks. And we knew this time would come when you'd be moving on up. So uh, it's good for you, but it's kind of sad for us fans. Yeah, I miss a lot of short track racing with this ARCA stuff. But this ARCA racing is so much fun, really good for me and my team. 
Um, but the super late model will never not go away. We're always going to do at least a couple races a year, no matter what's going on. Well, that's right. That's good to hear because, you know, that's where you're coming from. That's where your big starts are. So we're looking forward to those uh, those short track races, and uh, we're really looking forward to seeing you at ARCA this year. And uh, uh, we'll be down at Daytona covering the races, so we'll see you there. Uh, what are your uh, what are your true expectations and about Daytona? How how do you how are you really feeling about it, Natalie? I'm feeling really good about Daytona. Like we did that test, like I said, with Dave Liner being my crew chief. I love working with him. He's so amazing and a great teacher. So I really can't wait for the test. Or after the test, I really couldn't wait for the race because that test went really well. And I, I know it was my first time on Daytona, but after the test, I really couldn't wait to get back for the race. Have you and Leilani been able to have any kind of, uh, is it nice having another gal, another woman to to, to talk to besides uh, the male-dominated pit area? Yeah, it was super fun. We were um, in the garage. You know, we hung out a little bit at the shop before when I first met her, but then when we got to Daytona and, did the test there. We were hanging out in the garage and we were parked next to each other. So, you know, we got to have some girl talk, you know, about nails and hair and makeup, but we also got to talk about racing and it was really cool doing that with a girl and having her there. Well, it's got to be different for you. Yeah, it's definitely different, but I've raced against females before and, and it's fun, but I've never had one as a teammate. So can't wait. Well, has she gotten you on her vegan diet at all, or uh, have you tried any of their food? I have not tried any vegan food yet, but I'm open to trying it, but I don't think I'll be vegan. (laughs) Oh, I had to kid you a little bit about that one, Natalie. But, no, uh, when we've had Leilani on, she's always been really great about us coming in and and going to her – her open houses and trying the food, and we have to do that ourselves. So uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll hook up and we'll do that this Daytona. Yeah, Daytona. We'll eat some. Try it out. Okay. Well, enjoy Florida. Enjoy your testing. Uh, well, enjoy seeing all the results on Facebook. And uh, I think I'm going to turn you over to Jeff and let Jeff ask you a few questions. And uh, thanks for being on again. We're gonna, I know we're going to have you on again, Natalie, so uh, keep well and keep racing. Thank you. Take her away, Jeff. Thanks, Mark. Hi, Natalie. Uh, thanks for being on the show tonight. Uh, thanks for taking time out. Yeah, thank you for having me. And also congratulations on your full-time ride with Venturini Motorsports. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's going to be a really good season. For people who don't know you, can you um, tell us about where you came from and what have you done to get to get up to the full-time ARCA series? Yeah, so I came from a snowmobile background family. My dad raced snowmobiles, and we own um, a snowmobile racetrack up in Eagle River, Wisconsin. And so that's how I grew up racing. And I tried snowmobiles, but it didn't work out too well for me. And when I was about seven years old, I wanted to race NASCAR. That was my goal. It was like my dream. I saw it on TV, and I, like, fell in love with it. 
and I found out what go-karts were at a young age. So I was like, I really want to do this, Dad. So finally for my ninth birthday, I was, like, bagging him since I was seven years old. He got me one for my ninth birthday, and we started with go-karts, and it was more fun thing. He thought I'd be scared and not want to race anymore, but I fell in love, and a couple years later I was in a full-size stock car at age 12. Can you talk about some of your accomplishments uh, coming as coming through the ranks? Yeah, so we won um, a few championships. I won um, a few championships at State Park Speedway. That was my home track, and that was where I had my first win in a full-size car, which was awesome. The track is so hard. Like, everyone hates it when they first go there. I hated it. It was so hard, and... You know, like everyone says, you can race here, you can race anywhere at all the short tracks. So I finally got good there, and we won a lot of races. I, I actually, a couple of years ago, I was racing a limited late full-time there, and I had fast time every single weekend and won, like, seven out of the ten races. And that was, that was really cool. It was, it was a really fun year. Now, you ran some races last year. You ran Toledo. You finished 11th, uh, Pocono 10th, uh, Road America 7th, which is uh, your best ever, uh, 12th at Kentucky, 13th at Elko, 27th at Pocono. Um, was your crew, Who was your crew chief with you when you were with them last year? Um, Dave Liner was my crew chief last year for those seven races, and I'll also have him again for this full season this year. How has uh, Dave helped you transition into an ARCA car? And how's it working back and forth communications? He is amazing. So the first time I went and worked with Dave, we tested at Boston, I believe. It was before Toledo. And we made about 25 laps, not even, in the ARCA car, just so I could get the feel of it, make sure I'm comfortable. It was the first time getting fitted in the car. And I knew right away, the, after the first time I went out, not even the first time, I knew before I even sat in the car when he was telling me what we were going to do and the plan and, like, the goal at this track just for the test, that he was an amazing crew chief and was going to help me so much transfer from a super late to an ARCA car. Just the way he taught me and the way he explained it and how patient he was, and it was, it was really good. So I was so excited for those races that I had just last year with him and now working this year with him full-time I, i'm so excited now you had testing in daytona you had a couple of days uh, i was kind of looking at some of the speeds and i i was looking at actually some of the you were 16th on the one day then i saw you were 36 the second day in the morning session and i and i, did, I didn't see the speed at first and i'm thinking wow 36 i'm like well she must have taken a drop but then you were eighth in the second, but then I re- then I really looked at the speeds, and actually, you've always increased in speeds. And, and even though you were 36, you were t- almost two miles an hour, over two miles an hour faster from the day before when you were 16th to uh, 36th. Uh, what contributed to that, and how is how was your testing down there? Yeah, so when we were testing in Daytona, we had a really fast car, a really good car. And at the end of the second day, we we were all doing the single car run. So we didn't draft at all until the last time we went out. And we were we were really fast and one of the fastest single cars out there doing the single car run. So then when we got in the draft, 
we ended up eighth at the end of the day in the draft. And um, I'm still learning in the draft. Um, Billy Ventrini was starting for me just for the draft, and he did really good helping me with that. And he was so wonderful explaining it to me. And so we ended up eighth. I still have a little more to learn when I go back for the race and being in the draft. Now going back and uh, do you you took your take your take the car back after testing? Uh, is there any thing, changes you have to do for speed, or is or is that something you're going to have to get when you get back down there in in, a, in 11 days to start working on with the other cars around you? Yeah, when we went back to the shop, you know they had to make the car look good, get my sponsors on it, and everything painted up, put some good stickers on it. But other than that, they been working on it real hard get it faster get it better even though it was amazing it always felt good since the first time I went out um first time at Daytona but they're still working hard and doing everything they can to it every day they were in the shop I just went there a few days ago I was in North Carolina to stopped in for a couple days and they're working so hard they're always working hard on the car now doing a full season uh what are some of your ex expectation and goals for the season what would you like to accomplish so some of my goals definitely rookie of the year we only ran seven races last year so I can run for rookie of the year this year that's a big goal of mine and what what I really like about working with Dave Weiner like I said he's a great teacher and every time we go to a new track or or a track again for the second time we always set goals for myself and they're always really good goals and one of the goals this year um, definitely is going to be top five, running top five. And every time we'll go to the track, we'll have a new goal for me. So that's what I love working with Dave. Now, in the 66 years of ARCA racing, there's never been a women, woman ra- winner. How, how much of, would that mean to you if you could pull that off? Oh, my goodness. You have no idea. This It would be amazing. I'm pretty sure... I would even, like, first time going around Daytona drafting, like, okay, I love going around Daytona single car. It was super fun. When I got in the draft, I was, like, almost crying coming down pit road at the end. I was so happy. I was, like, and I wasn't even racing. It was practice. I was so happy. I, like, couldn't believe I was out there drafting with all those cars. So if I, like, win even, like, at Daytona or anywhere, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be, like, crying. I'll be so happy. I couldn't even explain how happy I would be. To win, especially with Venturini, that team, they're so wonderful and amazing. And having my crew chief, Dave, there and TRD backing the team, like it would be probably the best day of my life. Now, with you and Liana being teammates and a woman trying to get their first win, you guys kind of push each other a little harder to try to maybe get a win, you think, as being teammates? You know, I don't know. I've only tested with her for two days at Daytona that really we haven't really pushed each other yet so who knows we'll find out when we go there and race February 10th now is it true that you played ice hockey through high school yes I did I played um hockey growing up all the way middle school elementary school when I was younger and then I also played when I was in high school now, I have a couple of daughters at a your age, and I know what they like to do on their free time. What do you like to do on your free time when you're away from the track? 
When I have free time, oh, goodness. I love working out, but I try to get that in every day. But if I have free time, I love to, like, paint my nails and be a girl. And I love swimming. My, I love, like, if, you know, if I'm at a hotel and I have, a, like, a down day before a race, there's, like, a hot tub or, like, a jacuzzi or anything. I would love to go swimming. <laughs> All right, Natalie. I want to thank you for taking time and being on the show. Uh, again, congratulations on your uh, ride with Venturini Motorsports. And uh, good luck in Daytona, and we'll see you in 11 days. Yeah, thank you so much. And I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy. Natalie, I don't blame you. A hot tub in the pool's nice when you got a day off. I, I'm an aqua yeah. person too. I, I, I like that. I like to be in the hot tub and then go jump straight into the pool. That, that, that's the game plan. Well, uh, <laughs> yes. Natalie, let's talk a little bit about hey N29. Heck of a sponsor. Yeah, so N29 came on board last year for for just three races. As I'm, we announced that I was doing those three races, and ever since we announced those three races and have done those three races, we kept adding more and more all the way until we did seven of them. So it was a great year last year, and now this year we're doing a full season with them. And I, they're such amazing people. They're here with me today in Sebring for these next couple of days where I'm testing here with the LMP3 car and Tony Abbey and they came here for this and there's wonderful people and I love working with them. Well, Natalie, it's, uh, they, they've got a good thing there. I'm, I'm telling you, you're the buzz in racing right now. Uh, people ask me about you and, uh, actually had a deal today. Somebody had texted me from Wisconsin and they were, they're friends with your dad and your uncle and, Turned out we she wanted to start an ARCA group. It's a ARCA a racing group, and that got started today through through you. They they contacted me, and next thing I know, she says I'm gonna start a group. So uh, it's a great thing. I've got a young I got two granddaughters, uh, 13 and 10, and at least they've got a role model, a positive role model with you and Leilani out there on the track gives them a reason to, to look we did big brothers big sisters and, and the most amazing thing was there was more female participants natalie involved in in those in those programs at the track than there was guys so wow that's ladies amazing. ladies are paying attention now and and they hold the purse to uh with all the money in it so usually the guys follow where the girls go so i i think we, y'all, y'all going to bring a lot of fans back to the sport. Yeah, you know, one of my goals really is just to just be able to inspire that one person, you know, go do what you love, don't give up, shoot for your dreams. And really, I love doing it through racing, and I love racing. So it's really cool to inspire other people to do what they want, do what they love, if it's racing, if it's becoming a doctor, really anything that their big goal or dream is. And look who you're with, Kathy Venturini, your team owner. All female pit she crew. Is wonderful. <laughs> yes. We we Life had her on, amazing. I believe, three weeks ago, and what a story Kathy can tell. Yes, they are. She's amazing with an amazing family. 
Let's talk about where they can follow you on social media, Natalie, and we'll let you go have supper with your family. Yeah, so my um, webpage is nataliedeckerinc.com, and you can find all my Facebook and Instagram and Twitter on there. You can follow me on Snapchat, and that's just Natalie04. So you can follow me on a lot of stuff and see what I'm doing for the next two days, especially. It'll be super fun here at Sebring, and then after that I'm going to Daytona to race with Venturini Motorsports and TRD. It's going to be a great couple weeks. Well, Natalie, we're looking forward to seeing you in Daytona. Uh, actually looking forward to having you on Winter Circle here on a Monday night this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Natalie, thanks a lot for stopping by with us, and uh, can't wait to see you this upcoming season. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Natalie. All right, guys. Natalie Decker getting ready for the Lucas Oil 200 driven by General Tire. Oh, she's going to have her hands full, but she could probably pull it off, Rowdy. There's there's always that possibility. Hey, listen, guys. Uh, Tom said it. 20, 21 cars has a chance, and she's in that. Her and Leilani's in one of them cars. They are rowdy, and in order to finish up front, you have to have you know good equipment, and uh, uh, then you're makes it a little easier for you to you know possibly put yourself in the winning position. But uh, they've got great equipment, uh, some of the best out there. Uh, they're capable drivers. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It would be, I, I I think it would be phenomenal if one of the two of them could pull that off. You know, Jeff, I'm thinking those. You you was talking about the speeds on the first day. Look what a dramatic change the second day those speeds made went to. They were they were above my expectations. I believe we're gonna on race day. I think we're gonna see better speeds. Oh, I agree, Roddy, especially when you get in the draft. Uh, when you got all 40 cars or whatever cars you can get in a draft, I think those speeds will definitely increase. And I was like, I was really surprised when from she was 36th in the morning practice. And, I, and before I saw the speed, I was like, wow, she went from 16th to 36th. But then I saw the speed and then I'm like, wow, she even increased by almost by two miles an hour. So, yes, I think once in, we get them in the, in the draft, I think these speeds are going to go probably in the 180s. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just see it. It's going to just get better and better. I, look, she's going to be in great equipment and stands a good chance, as is all the other people. Well, you know, Roddy, like you said, she's in good equipment. She ran like seven races last year, and she progressively got better. Her last race, she was 27th, but her best race was uh, Road American, finished seventh. But so, but every race, she basically progressively got better. So, with a full season this year that she can under her, with that she could put under her belt, she could easily pull off a win or two with Venturini. 
Well, it'd be great to have her here back on a Monday night and win a circle, man. Oh, what a story that would be for ARCA. Uh, first woman in 66-year history to win an ARCA race. Well, we, we have double the the chances this year with the two women uh, when they are racing together. And, uh, wow, uh, yeah, I I think it would be phenomenal. It would be big, big, bigger than we would realize, guys. Hey, she's coming from Wisconsin. Y'all know what? Great racers come out of Wisconsin. Oh, we've well, seen many. Well, we've had a few. We've had a few. Uh, yeah. And there will be a few more coming from Wisconsin, Rowdy. It's Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, Illinois, Indiana, it's a hotbed of racing up here for super late models. So, uh, yeah, as, uh, as with the Arca Sierra Super Series and the Midwest Tour making those opportunities available for them, uh, it makes the makes the jump now to the to the Arca Series that much more uh, legit. Well, she sounded like she was ready, guys. Big I She's come a long way since the first time she come on the Rowdy Maglite show. Oh, yeah, you can just tell in her voice the confidence was there, Rowdy. Uh, yeah. Uh, in, her, in herself, not just in her driving abilities. Uh, and that's part of it, too, is uh, we, we get these drivers a chance to to polish their image a little bit, too, and, and they're uh, working on the mic, so... That's important nowadays to be able to, you know, talk about your sponsor. Yes, sir. That's all. That's the second part. You know, you got to well, be able to sell your product that you that you that you're throwing on your car. And that leads me to my next little thing. We have to uh, give a little shout out to Eric Lineberger and Lineberger Landscaping in North Carolina, Charlotte area. If you need any work done, get online, uh, lineberger.com, uh, and uh, I'm sure you'll be able to bring up, uh, check in with Eric, and Eric will take good care of you. Hey, NASCAR camping and tailgating, too, guys, you know, with their official. Right, oh, uh, you took the words out of my mouth. Those were the next group I was going to talk about, Rowdy. They've been really nice about keeping up with us and, and listening to the show. And uh, what a great group. And I uh, hope to see them at the races this year. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll see them in Daytona. It's a plan, Rowdy. It's all a plan. Yes, sir. Well, listen, I got a little... Uh, Clip it here from uh, Shelton Creed. Let's listen to what Shelton... Hey, Shelton's in a good ride. That MDM, guys, they're going to be a... That, that's three cars in that 20 lineup right there. Rowdy, I think it's more like 25 cars that could win Daytona. Let's listen and take a minute here and listen to Shelton. Sounds like a good idea, Rowdy. Uh, Off-season, there wasn't really much of an off-season. I did... Uh, I did Tulsa Shootout and a lighting sprint, which was pretty fun. Raced some stadium super trucks. Uh, just stayed busy, and when I wasn't racing, I was just working at home or uh, you know, hanging out with friends, did some snowboarding. Um, been riding bikes a little bit lately, just staying active, having fun, and um, 
just waiting for race season to, to come around again, which it really never ended, but um, waiting for the ARCA season to start up again. So when you kind of, you know, went full-time with MDM, were you kind of stoked about seeing the guys you were going to team up with, Zane and Chase? Yeah, I mean, me and Zane got to work a little bit together last year uh, when he came over to MDM, and um, Zane's fun to work with, just just to bounce ideas off each other. It's, it's kind of nice to have somebody that's kind of in the same in the same speed bracket, in the same playing field, um, and we just help each other, just kind of what we're doing, what we're not doing, um, and then Chase coming over. Chase is from, coming over from BMR, and... Uh, he ran good over there, so it'd be nice just just to use them too is is uh, just kind of help each other, you know, and and that'd be nice this year. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. The guys at MDM have just been just been working hard all year and um, built built a couple new race cars for this year. So excited to see what we have to offer, and um, I know the guys are too. So what are you kind of thinking about Daytona? You know, going into the season now, are you excited? Are you nervous? Uh, a little anxious or? Uh, I'm sure excited for the season to start. I wouldn't say nervous, really. Um, I don't know. Daytona is like one of those tracks you have to have like a little bit of luck. I feel like, and, and you kind of just gotta ride it out. Um, there's not a bunch of car setup going into it, and, and you don't really have to hustle the car around here. I mean, you're wide open and you're just driving, really. So, um, just gotta play it smart, really. Here, here's the head game. So, just gotta play it smart. Be in position to win. Qualify good. Uh, in our group, hopefully we get a good group in qualifying. So um, just qualify up front, and we got to we got to play it really smart in the air, and and just got to be there at the end here. You can't be in the big wreck. So yeah, I mean, just I'm excited to get Daytona through Daytona really, um, just to see where we stack up, and then we'll go racing when we go to Nashville. Yeah. What do you kind of think with the full schedule now? You're gonna go every single race. Are you kind of excited to be test out all the tracks? Yeah, it'll be fun. I feel like last year we were racing to win a lot, so we were really aggressive and made mistakes when we were being aggressive and um, just came really close to winning a few last year, which I'm pretty bummed we didn't we didn't get one at least, but we led some laps there at the end, which was good. And, uh, wow. <laughs> just, it just gave us confidence last year that we were fast, and hopefully we can just pick right back up where we were. And um, Yeah, I mean, just, just one step at a time. Um, just can't beat ourselves, I feel like. We're gonna be racing our teammates a lot this year. I feel like, especially, especially uh, since Zane and Chase are driving full time. So um, we're gonna be racing them a lot. Um, those other cars are obviously fast. Um, Kevin Reed's at Venerini now, so they're they're gonna be better. And um, yeah, I mean, cars always show up and they're always fast. So uh, just gotta do our part. Gotta be good. Gotta drive good. Gotta make good changes to the car all year and. Just be consistent. I think that's going to be our biggest thing. If, if we don't have the fast car and we can't win, then we got to settle for second, third, maybe fifth or sixth one night. So um, just can't wreck, can't break. I guess we can, but we don't want to. All you've got to do is stay in that top ten lineup, guys. Be consistent. Well, he's got the equipment to do it. That does that, – that MDM, they – Anybody they put in those cars last year, anybody could win, and some of them did win. Well, you know, Jeff, we, we talked about a lot of drivers tonight, a lot of teams tonight. Uh, we kind of didn't talk too much about MDM, and uh, maybe we should have because that is a strong, strong race team. Oh, yeah. Look at last year, Mark. Some of the drivers they put in their cars. Harrison Burton goes out and wins. Uh I think Michael Stealth went out and won a race. Uh, they were Brandon strong. Jones. 
Michigan. They won Michigan. Yep. Yep. Good yeah, point, was, Rowdy. Hey, you know, and Kevin. Go ahead. And now this year, I think they're going to have full-time drivers, so I think their chances it might even be a little bit better uh, without shuffling drivers around from week to week. Yeah. Gives you, your crew chief time to settle down with a driver. Well, you know, familiarity in racing is good. Uh, the, the more you know about each other, the better. Well, you know, I, uh, Mason Mitchell Motorsports, Triple uh, M, man, they put, they've got a great lineup for this year. Well, let's not forget about uh, the Gilliland and uh, uh, merger with with uh, uh, Crosley Racing, uh, that's going to be a big team to watch out for, too, I think, Rowdy. Yeah. Well, you know, Kevin always brings two fine cars with Gus Dean and the, the, the thirty. What is it, the 33 car. Yes, Justin sir, I haven't heard about the 33 car, but, uh, yeah, we're going to have to keep an eye out. We had to keep an eye out for Gus Dean last year, and I think we're going to have to do the same thing this year. Uh, that's a good race team. Well, guys, it's uh, we say it, say it week at we preach it week after week. You just got to go show up. You, you're not going to be disappointed. If you're a race fan and you want to see a good race, and Ark is in your area, you're doing yourself an injustice if you don't go and see them because you're going to see a good race, a really good race. Uh, in a nice two-hour time frame, you're going to be there. You're going to enjoy the race. You're going to be home, relaxing within five hours of your leaving your front door. So, yeah, you you, you can't beat it, Rowdy. Arca's got the uh, the schedule, their their length of the races. Uh, everything's kind of working in their favor right now. I think and so too. The ex- and the excess and the ex- excess. Because you can get to the drivers, too, and meet them. You know, the autograph sessions and the things that they do for the fans. You can't beat it. No, you're right, Jeff. You, you, it's something that, uh, unfortunately, for those other series, they're just too big. Uh, and the crowds are just too big. Uh, uh, Arca's still that more grassroots, family-oriented uh, type of, of, of racing. And uh, we're lucky to have it and uh, enjoy it. I'm like you. This the driver's sensibility is is everything. Oh, that's, that's what the kids love. Yep. Well, hey Todd. Yeah, Rowdy. So you got Pocono. You got both Poconos on your list this year. Yes, sir. I do. Talladega, file race. I'm uh, looking at both Poconos, Walking Glen, and definitely Talladega, flying and sinker. <laughs> You've been hooked and sinkered, have you, Todd? 
That's it. I tell you, gentlemen, I can't thank you enough for that. Our pleasure. We well, enjoyed it as yep. much as you did. That and Don Don helped pull it all off at the end there. Yeah, and I can't thank Don Don for what he did for me. Um, wow, that that was like a dream come true. You get a bill. Have you not got your bill yet? No, no, you forgot to send it. Oh, well, it's in the mail. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's like the to- it's like them toll bridges. It's in the mail. <laughs> But Don, you know what? What you got to close the night out? I don't know much, you know. <laughs> About like normal. The big big town of Pulaski. But no, I think I do think Wayne's got his car here in Pulaski. If I come by and check it out. Check it I'll out. Report. Yeah, I'll report next week and let y'all know for sure whether he's got a car here or not. Well, he should have the motor ready by next week. Uh, I hope the motor's in the darn thing. They had a few other pieces. Yeah. Well, Tom said, talk like what? What did he say? 46 cars? 45, 46. He was very optimistic about the upper 40s, Rowdy. Yeah. Everybody's been busting their hump trying to get them composite cars ready. Well, I, you know, Arkin did a, a, you know, it was a, probably a wise thing, uh, waiting off a couple of years for the super speedways. And I think one of the intentions or was to give there be time, give some time so there would be uh, uh, cars available down the line, uh, uh, used race cars for some of the other teams. And uh, with the composite body and the engine pro package and the tires, uh, that just equalizes everything. So, it should be a very, very interesting Daytona and a very, very interesting season, Rowdy. Looking forward to it, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, Todd? Yeah. What you got to close the night out? And, hey, listen, I- one good thing is Matt, between Fox, FS1, and MAV-TV, all 20 races are going to be televised, and 19 of them are going to be live. I, I think that's awesome that they're getting more more TV coverage, and I think that's going to help put the word out about the art dog and getting people more involved. Um, guys, what a wonderful show. Great hearing the stories. Great hearing the awesome questions. And... You guys are just so amazing on everything you do. Well, appreciate it, Todd. We're just fortunate enough to be able to do it, and it's kind of worked for us. Well, couldn't ask for it to be any better. 
Well, we're looking forward to this year. I think you're going to see a lot better coverage out of us and a lot better content. Hey, Rabbit. Yes, sir. Are you going going to Atlanta? I think so. I'm not sure, though. Everything hinges on Wednesday, Don. Okay, all right. Well, I might try to make it. I might try to ride over to Atlanta with you. Okay. I'll just tell Advance Auto Parts they screw it for the weekend. Yeah, I'll just have to let you know. All right. I could probably, probably make Daytona, but, you know, I don't want to piss them off too bad. No, but well, we, bad. The, the three musketeers are going to be down there, aren't we, guys? I know it. Hell, hell I could be the damn uh, fourth one. Wayne asked me if I was going to Daytona, and I didn't know. You know, I definitely ain't riding down there with Wayne. All right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, Jeff, what you got going on to close this out? Oh, just want to say another great show. Thanks to Tom and Natalie. Uh, It was a heck of a show. And uh, we're counting the days of Daytona for the Lucas Oil 200 driven by General Tires. We're down to 11 days, 20 hours, 7 in 35 seconds. Can't wait for the weather. The tires drive them cars. Yes, sir. It's driven by the tires. General tire. Mark. <laughs> Rowdy. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, the, the, the camper, Josie's going in to get the tires rotated and uh, uh She's ready to go to Daytona, uh, and, jeez, uh, I can't believe it's less than two weeks away. Uh, I'm anxious. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully the weather's going to be a little warmer when we get there, guys. And uh, thanks for listening, and until everybody, till next week, we'll see you. Well, I'm telling you guys, if you're not out there, Mark, if you're not, if, if Bailey hadn't got you in shape, Daytona's fixing get us back in it. <laughs> uh, lot of yep, walking to go. Yeah, going good, Rowdy. Well, listen, guys, one more show, and then we'll be at Daytona. Woo, doggy. I'll have that brand-new light, and it'll be shining down in Daytona. Brighter and brighter. <laughs> Hang on for next week. It should be another barn burner, guys.
Bond Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com. 